0: previously
1: on the twist cast
2: last time on the twist cast we talked about the snyder cut, snyder cut baby. great length yes so that was like almost a two-hour episode or something like that it was almost long. a
0: two yeah almost a two-hour episode about a four-hour movie
1: I mean, it so, seems appropriate. Yeah, well, yeah. We could have done more.
2: <laughs> but, it, it was it was a big episode for us because it was yeah. basically the first episode that we did just coming full circle. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I
0: mean, yeah, we we do podcasts about hour and a half long or two hour long movies that are like an hour and a half long.
1: Not even. It's usually like an hour, hour ten. Yeah. But, so we I mean that pretty
2: pretty proportional there. I mean, to be fair though, those podcasts we only talk about like the actual topic for maybe 30 minutes the rest is like news and other stuff this one it was like two hours long with about an hour and a half on the topic
0: (laughs) yeah you're right Yep. (laughs) so uh that's what we talked about last time um since since then you know we've been hammering away at our our march matchups which we just finished up if you haven't caught that um, it is all on the or our youtube channel you can check it out either spot uh, so please do that. I know it's going to be a fun watch. Yeah, and I see um, Sam. You're repping the winner. Yeah, I you know I had I had to go. I'm not going to spoil it for everybody, but uh you know right now I'm repping uh the winner shirt. So even though it it pains me to do so, I um, mean to be
2: fair, I got the top two right there behind me on the wall. So
0: yeah, <laughs> can't go wrong either one.
2: To, I was
1: willing to spoil that shit. <laughs> Fully willing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh everybody thank you so much for joining us tonight my name is sam i'm mike and i'm jesse so as we always do
1: let's start off with mike in the news mike take it away all right so we're gonna start with comic books, just like always uh so many stories if you've been watching the live shows you're gonna catch some of those In this as well. So San Diego Comic-Con will be taking place over Thanksgiving weekend this year. They originally had taken it off the books and put it back on now so that Friday, Saturday, Sunday will be uh, Comic-Con instead of uh, like usually four or five days. It's just condensed in three, which is fine. Just a weird time
2: it is a very weird time
1: are they providing enough alcohol for people's thanksgiving rituals now that's the question are is there going to be wawa gobblers there because that's the only way that it's worth it (laughs) (laughs) they don't know about wawa in san diego (laughs) no they don't don't. (laughs) (laughs) uh the uh x-men have added writer victor laval for a mystery project um which is interesting because they revealed they're going to do three new X Men titles after uh, June's Hellfire Gala event, and I'm guessing that one of those uh, mystery projects out of coming out of that will be um, whatever that is. Um, they also delayed X Men twenty uh, with an eight week break in between issues, picking up again after Hellfire Gala. So it's a long time. It is, but I think they're going to shake things up. Which is why it's like a almost like a soft reboot, in my opinion. We need to start making a list of all the reasons
0: for for delays. Is they're they're just shaking it up, you know, all <laughs> all like the things that we say shake for it. them like a, <laughs> that they, that they like should say soda. themselves,
1: like a like a Mister like a Mister Pib that you just you just shook, yeah, shake that shit. Uh-huh. They're,
0: they're just shaking it up you know Ah, you know they're just taking a step back for a little bit uh ah, yeah. you know just just changing up the art direction or you know just wanting to take they're a just the
2: restructuring style. a few things here and yeah. there yeah. yeah they're just firing the head writer you know they got to replace them no i actually small thi- things
1: <laughs> i actually think uh the the writer who's on it jonathan hickman who, who oversees all of the x-men books is picking up one of these mystery projects and just like any director or anything like that you don't want to spread these people too thin because then the story either one gets delayed for real for real or the quality drops off like like a cliff and you really don't want that especially with as good as the x stories have been recently so uh, that would make sense uh john ramita jr ha- is returning to marvel comics um he was exclusively at dc for a little while for a few years which is cool you know and then he goes back straight back to marvel get that bread john get that mm-hmm. bread uh so i think we talked about it before marvel acquired the rights to predator uh a while back and they were going to like do a whole bunch of big stuff around that but now those those plans got put on hold and they didn't really give a reason for that so it,
0: it's it it really and it's probably because of this like fan film that i watched years ago oh no um Batman versus the uh, Predator. Oh, yeah. oh, I
2: might have seen that
0: yeah and i i always thought like wow what a perfect like dc property so it's <laughs> it's weird that marvel has it you know I
1: mean, I, whatever head, but do whatever you want uh the there was a there was a story a little while back called spider-man life story um and it just followed spider-man through multiple decades um basically it, in real time so you got to you got to see it from the the origins of spider-man through peter parker's death eventually and like really passing the, the mantle onto miles and all that kind of stuff um
0: i'm sorry okay. i would i would
1: love to either have
0: like a marvel short like on disney plus or like an actual comic where peter parker does a one-man show like in a small club or like a theater about like his career from start to start to finish.
1: It is so weird that, that triggered that in your brain. <laughs> it's why it's why this website works the way that it does.
2: <laughs> I, I, I popped to our zoom call and he was singing dangers into himself. So <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> All
1: true. Anyway. Uh, the creative team behind that chip starsky and mark bagley will be returning to do an annual story uh, and that will be centered on j jonah jameson which you know more jj stories the better because that motherfucker's crazy and then my favorite story here out of the comics uh we will be getting a moon knight series debuting this summer uh, from a brand new creative team, the book looks like it's going to be one of the most beautiful books on the shelves. Uh, if if the cover is going to be what the interiors are, uh, and it's the same artist, so there's no reason to believe it won't be. Uh, so I'm I'm quite excited for that. Uh, they're they're probably gonna make a big old deal about that, and I think we we might be doing something around that later. I'm not sure. I'll talk to you guys about that later. Uh, moving on to worlds of DC. Worlds. Uh, Warner Media CDO Jason Keillor confirms that all of WB's 2022 films will release first in theaters and then to HBO Max after their theatrical run is over. Now, I've, I can't remember where I saw it, but I thought I saw it was 45 days after the theatrical release, which would be That's actually n- nothing. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, well, it's, a month, it's a month and a half. Most movies are in and out fairly quickly and then soon end up on on digital and, and dvd it's not like we were kids you had to wait for like a year and a half for vhs like this is not this is not that yeah, i
0: i guess so but you know especially for such a huge studio like warner brothers and they they have these like huge tentpole films um they're usually in theaters for months and hey. then after it's finished like it comes out you finished, know
1: finished yeah
0: yeah so but now I mean, that it's
2: probably, I, I think they're probably just like anticipating that it's gonna be a very slow return to theaters and stuff, so yeah. they're hedging their bets right now,
0: oh, I'm not saying it's a bad move, it's just like very different, you know it's it's pretty
1: cool I mean, even after you know I'm fully vaccinated, I'm still kind of gonna be avoiding crowds so <laughs> like i don't i don't feel bad about that all right uh black adam will be got a release date it releases july 29th 2022
2: finally we have
1: a real date
2: on this movie yeah. i think as of like today the time of recording it's supposed to start filming in like a day or two yep yep
1: yep, yep. uh they just cast a 13 year old actor named uh bodhi Sa- Savangui. uh in that cast, and he looks like he might be available to play like a young Black Adam, like if if they use they use him, I could see it, like just based off a of picture. Uh,
2: the WBC well, goes, most
0: people can see things based off of
1: pictures. <laughs> mm, that's
2: smart. It's real <laughs> smart. I'm supposed to be the sassy ass here.
1: <laughs> Warner Brothers has <laughs> confirmed that they still have a Supergirl solo movie in development. Um, And it's looking like it will be released in 2022 or 2023. Um, You know, we'll see such a fucking mess.
0: Wait, what movie? Supergirl. Supergirl. Okay. I I couldn't tell if you said Batgirl or Supergirl. Okay.
1: No. Hmm. Supergirl. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's Static Shock has signed uh, Safety's Randy McKinnon to write the script. So that movie seems to be humming along in development, which is cool. Uh, So we got some, uh, some, wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 wait. You didn't tee that up with some shocking developments have been made for static. (laughs) Did not. It's not shocking. It's not shocking. (laughs) The hum, the hum works.
2: Okay. The hum works. I was going to let that go. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So we got some really messed up stories here from the, the, the whole justice league thing. So I'm just going to try and get through those. Uh, and jump in where you can So apparently Joss Whedon reportedly Threatened to harm Gal Gadot's career On the yep. side of Justice League um, He basically said That I can make you look stupid And ruin your career here If you don't do exactly what I say Which is
2: Well cringe? I mean He did make her look stupid But it <laughs> actually probably helped her career <laughs> Yeah Which yeah. <laughs> just hurt his career In the end
1: Uh, So Warner Brothers is not moving forward with James Wan's The Trench spinoff from Aquaman. Nor, (laughs) it could have been interesting because he was going to go full horror, whatever. Uh, Make a Swamp Thing movie, James Wan. That's really all I want from you. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Ava DuVernay's New Gods movie. So (sighs) here's the thing about New Gods. They said that with Darkseid's appearance in Justice League, That was the reason it was canceled because they thought audiences couldn't handle two different versions of the same character. Meanwhile, we're talking talking about the same studio. (laughs) Meanwhile, we have two different Batman, two different Superman, two different Flashes. Why do y'all think we're dumb? (laughs) Oh my god, I don't understand like if we can figure this out like oh that's dark side if that can, is also dark side like
2: I, if I got it we can figure out the shitstorm storm that they've already created then i think we're fine
0: <laughs> just throw them in earth
2: Two. call it a day
1: <laughs> just unbelievable speaking of earth 2 uh they they confirmed that robert pattinson's batman will be taking place on earth 2 um which again like if you're going to do the multiverse thing just do the goddamn multiverse thing like we don't have to uh whatever they're they're, they're dumb they're real dumb real no wait dumb. wait i thought we were who everyone's dumb <laughs> apparently because we can't you know tell one dark side from another yeah nope assholes man i swear to god
0: just right. give one dark side a donk and give one a flat ass and we'll be
1: good like thick, that's thick dark that's, that's that's all i need i'm telling you that's regular dark side that's thick side yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn boy what's your name hey girl i'm thick side <laughs> <laughs> so stupid
2: <laughs> oh man oh
1: i love you guys so much i know i <laughs> love you too you're the best fix <laughs> uh make that a t-shirt all right, all right. <laughs> harry lennox reveals that martian manhunter and john stewart were originally both going to appear together at the end of justice league um but they made Zack snyder take out um John
2: Stewart, which is feels dumb. So we were Sam. You and I were technically both right. You said that Green Lantern was supposed to be there. I always said Martin Manchester was supposed to be there. We both win. <laughs> it would have. Yeah. It would have made Bruce's
1: confusion at the end of the movie, like, like stick a little more, because he was just like, because you see two floating green dudes, you're just like, what? What the fuck is happening here? <laughs> like. Like, like Martian Manhunter alone shouldn't have been like, ma- giving him that kind of pause, right? Because he's, you know, he knows aliens. Superman. Yeah, yeah, he knows aliens exist. A space cop coupled with an alien. You're just like what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like because the world just like the universe has got like a lot bigger. Anyway, anyway, Um we talked about this last night on the on I'm the sorry, live show. I, I just uh, can't get past thick side. Thick side. Gonna... It's okay. <laughs> Keep #Hashtag #Hashtag Thick Side. Yeah. Uh, put that in the show notes Hashtag fix that. Uh, DC is is going to build that interconnected universe with the exception of the Batman which we just said is going to take place on Earth 2 again fuck you DC for not knowing what the fuck you're doing uh, so we're getting a Batman the Long Halloween story have you guys seen that trailer for this? No. I saved it did not watch it yet Okay, so the voice cast will have Jensen Ackles um, who plays Dean Winchester on Supernatural, but has also played Red Hood and is a mm-hmm. massive Batman fan, which is awesome. Um, the cast also includes the late Naya Rivera as Selena Kyle, Josh Tamal as Harvey Dent, Billy Burke as James Gordon, Titus Welliver as Carmine Falcone, uh, David Dasmalkian as uh, Calendar Man. Who's, he's also playing um, uh, Spot in James Gunn's... Uh, I was going to say that Snow name sounded familiar. Yes. Yeah and troy baker which makes me happy as the joker um oh yeah that's interesting yeah didn't he play the the joker before i don't think so in something no he, okay yeah you might want to double check that for me but i didn't i didn't think he i'll did. double
2: check it uh, okay he's in everything so i wouldn't be surprised
1: yeah i mean well no. i mean he's what in, else is he in he's in like every video game ever made
2: yeah he's one of the two <laughs> big like traditional male voice actors for video games him in oh. north yeah okay
1: uh i have to be careful there because i almost said peter north and i was like that's wrong <laughs> that's the wrong guy he's <laughs> actually playing thick side
2: <laughs> so troy Baker was the voice of batman and joker in the batman versus teenage mutant and turtles
0: ah that's I, why yeah because i just watched that about like
1: a month and a half ago yeah i still haven't watched it i gotta watch it uh david ayer says his suicide sc- uh, squad cut scared the shit out of the executives um he says that he made a heartfelt drama. It got ripped to pieces and they tried to turn it into Deadpool, which it was not supposed to be uh, uh, studio meddling. is true. It's just a fucking mess. So they tried
0: to turn a drama into a comedy.
1: Yeah. And then we got that steaming pile of, and then we got something shit. that was laughable. Yeah. Like not on purpose. <laughs> like It's, it's bad. Uh, so we also talked about this uh, a couple weeks back suicide squad. Um, John Cena is doing interviews in his Peacemaker suit, and like he's doing mm-hmm. like anything in public life in that pe- he w- he was seen like taking a nap in that suit. It's like it can't be that comfortable, but this dude apparently cares like crazy about this movie. Also, I'm sure he's shooting the uh, the HBO Max the, the, yeah, the show show. Yeah, but it's like, all just
2: extra publicity.
1: That's yeah, that's commitment. That's the way to do it. Uh, and finally, here we have uh, a report that uh, someone named Jordan Fisher is joining the cast of The Flash uh, for the CW as Bart Allen. So uh, his Bart Allen will actually be the son of Barry and Iris instead of his grandson, like in comics. Right. And you make, you make changes. It's fine. Sure, that's
2: fine. I haven't watched any of this season.
1: Same. Uh, I was actually about to start diving in. Uh, the other day that, but then i got busy so Is it on cw right now or netflix uh, should
2: CW. be cw but i know that when they got into cw it's only for a limited time yeah right. so i don't know how far back they go at this point so i don't know if i've missed the first few episodes now
1: yeah i'm pretty sure you have uh but you should be able to pull it up on uh on on cw seed or whatever the hell they're, they're using.
2: <laughs> right yeah. right
1: i constantly forget about that uh so moving on to mcu and their tv stuff we got russell crowe joining the cast of thor love and thunder um i'm I'm curious who they're gonna have him playing um but that's pretty cool because he's a pretty serious actor there um mike you know
0: you know best um i guess gore the god butcher would there be any anything related to that character that you see russell crowe play
1: could could and it would probably be mostly voice he does have a resonant voice oh yeah Mm -hmm. could be i take it uh dallas Liu is joining uh shang chi and the legend of ten rings which we will get later this year uh marvel captain marvel 2 has started will start filming next week as of time of recording so probably when you hear this Mm -hmm. i hope uh so have you guys been watching falcon and winter soldier haven't
2: haven't watched today's episode but yeah Yeah. same
1: same okay so uh who we briefly touched on this last night but uh there's a scene in last week's episode where danny Brill's captain zemo does this like dance move in the club and then people were like online were like release the zemo cut and so then they released the scene but then they released an hour-long version of that scene on youtube my god and it was just like I just didn't know I needed this and I needed it so badly. (laughs) It's hysterical.
0: It's so, Uh, so incredibly
1: awkward to watch. It is. It's like, it's it's like little fidgets. It's like big dad in the club energy right there. (laughs) Like moves just don't exist. And he's just (laughs) trying to make it work. His his rationale behind it was Zemo has been locked up. He's, he's like, uh, like a Royal basically. And he's had money all his life. And so he's kind of used to being in the club. And then he just gets out of prison and's like, yeah, I'm going to the club. <laughs> and just, <laughs> just, yeah, whatever. Uh, so, welcome, uh, welcome, and Finner Soldier. <laughs> welcome, to Finner Soldier. And
0: the finner Soldier. <laughs> Falcon <Finner, Finner> Soldier.
1: <laughs> Falcon Winter Soldier uh, has teased a surprise character coming next week in episode five uh like i like i almost want to say it's steve rogers like it it almost feels too crazy not to involve steve rogers in some way even though you know maybe not i don't know
2: i don't know. they do it's going to be like a flashback sort of thing yeah obviously hm so wait is this six episodes uh i don't know it's just, i think it might be like 10 episodes long or oh okay no is it shorter yes it's just six it's just the okay. six god damn
1: that's a, that's they're, an hour, they're like an hour long a piece though i know it's about it, the same length as wandavision it's just not spread out so far well wasn't yes. Wandavision like nine episodes it was
2: nine episodes but they weren't they were, they were, like, were like 30 minutes 40 minutes, minutes okay. like 30 40 minutes roughly so
1: yeah they got longer as it got Got later. I think. I think next week's episode and the following week are going to be
2: extended length. But it the, the length that's is- fair. I mean, if that's all the story they got to tell, then don't stretch it out.
1: I mean, you get, you set yourself up for season two, spin it out, out to a movie. Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, so the Miss Marvel shower teased a little bit of involvement with Tom Hiddleston's Loki, which also dropped a trailer. Uh, this past week have you watched it yet jesse
2: still have not watched it oh, okay yeah <laughs> i forgot about it i had too much other shit to do today no. oh,
1: that's okay <laughs> you, you have real life uh I, I just i get curious about your your uh in like interest in it because i know you are kind of a hoovian. yep uh so i like I'm just yep. cu- yeah <laughs> i kind of want to see like your, your your thoughts here um you guys watch hamilton nope no <laughs> d- d- don't care about musicals no it's okay uh, I can't get behind it. <laughs> uh it's fine. Uh so Ham- Hamilton is actually very awesome. I love it. It's one of my favorites. Uh, but uh Renee Elise Goldsberry from Hamilton who plays Angelica Schuyler will be in the uh the show She hulk So hopefully you Hamilton fans are satisfied with her casting. Uh Modoc has cast th- these two and like it just made me want to watch the show even more. Both John Hamm and Nathan Fillion. What? Uh, in that show <laughs> like i feel like this show is going to be among the most ridiculous things i've ever seen in my life first um, of all is is modok supposed to be like a comedy yeah it, oh it's absolutely a comedy yeah okay it's absolutely it's written by pat Oswalt. like like there's oh geez okay there's, there's no way it's not a comedy Is uh, as
0: Oswalt the he's is, is he Modoc? yeah he's Modoc. okay <laughs> uh,
1: there's a trailer for that and it's it's like um it's like very robot chicken and it's still del- and it's like like um, aesthetic Uh, but it's very funny it looks very Hmm. funny and Ah. finally here uh, Venom let there be carnage has been delayed once again this time to September 24th uh, 2021 it's my son's birthday so uh, happy happy birthday son watch this murderous symbiote rip through a bunch of people (laughs) (laughs) happy six kid (laughs) and that's your news
0: all right. Well, thank you for the news, Mike. And uh, tonight uh, we are going to be talking about really uh, the, the future of Marvel and DC. You know, there have been a lot of big developments for, for both studios. Um, I mean, pan- pandemic aside, there was just some stuff shifting around, you, you know, and, and well in the works, uh, you know. Vision coming to Disney Plus, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, Very new things for the studio. Snyder Cut. Snyder Cut for DC. Then we have... DC
2: just continuously fucking up.
0: Exactly. uh, Are we getting, you know, solo stories that are not connected? Now we're getting shit that is connected. Um, Like, there's just so many pieces being moved around. And it's kind of hard to get a read on... DC not really Marvel as much Marvel we know what's going on and it's just fun to speculate you know what's gonna happen but DC it's kind of fun to just be like you know what the fuck are they gonna do and uh I think that's uh gonna be largely the discussion tonight
1: um
2: what do you guys think
1: so so I was gonna ask which which one you wanted to start with uh Marvel Mm -hmm. or
2: DC let's start with Marvel because I think that's gonna be like the tamer one
1: so the first question that I have there is do you think the mcu will ever really slow down outside of the conditions of a pandemic because remember we were getting we were actually ramping up to be getting like four and five movies per year for a little while there
2: i feel it will um just like you can already tell that like general movie going audiences like interest in it is starting to wane a bit Mm -hmm. so i feel like it will we've already probably hit that point where people are getting less and less excited about new ones and it's gotten like so massive that it's becoming like comic books where it's hard to actually like get into it without Mm -hmm. going back and watching it all. So I think there will come a time where they're going to start eventually slowing it down, maybe not phase out completely, but they'll bring it down to maybe like two movies a year or something like that again.
0: Yeah. uh, I, I think that as long as there are compelling stories to tell, I, I don't see it slowing down um and especially if this is really relying on like the the source material the comics yep. which is what the movie should be based on there's like you know?
1: 80 years of comics so they can find there's, some pretty good stories yeah
0: there's there's a lot of stuff and that's that's not to say like you have to make it exact mm-hmm. you know which they never do you know it's it, you really can't do it right but i i think as no, long i disagree
1: as, there what's that I, I disagree you you can make it exact
0: well in, well, in
1: certain, certain circumstances why not
0: it, it kind of goes back to to my thought about like the long form narrative which they're doing for the streaming services mm-hmm. it's like you have a comic book and there's a lot a lot of story to tell and they can do that in a book and you
1: can't do that in two hours you know what i mean so i would actually go back to hush so when they did mm-hmm. that animated movie like they can mm-hmm. do that in a live action setting what they did with the animated movie was they fucked up the end, yeah, but the yeah. rest of it was basically ripped straight from the comic.
0: You know, it would be cool is if they did. Okay, Hush. this is this is way <laughs> off topic. Anyway, <laughs> let's 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 say table right, table so, that table for it. DC. Table but yeah, for for Marvel, I personal opinion, I I don't see it slowing down. There's a lot of good stories to tell. It just depends on a, uh, the writers to get in there and do it. And be mm. for the audiences to accept new stories. Yeah. Rather than the classic heroes that
1: they've all grown up with. Well, the funny thing is, like this whole thing started because they didn't have Spider-Man and the X-Men anymore, which are probably mm. most most popular properties. And so they they went to their next tier, which you know, I, I've characters I've always loved, but not everybody knew who they were and cared about them in the Captain America and Iron Man and Thor, so on and so forth. So that, that's actually what made that kind of interesting. So do you think the eventual Avengers follow-ups will touch any of the the Infinity Saga films? Because I mean we've talked about it before like Infinity War is such a high point and Endgame is such a high point because it, it sews everything together you know puts a bow on it. So do you think potential follow-up Avengers movies will get close to those those high watermarks.
2: I guess it really just depends on what they're doing with the overall story by that point. Like if they have a story that's as like grand in scale as in the infinity saga was, then it potentially could be. And it depends. It, there's just so many variables there. It depends on what heroes they got bringing into it, how they're written, how they all interact together and just the story. So mm-hmm. If they have a good enough story, then potentially,
0: yeah. I so I see like everything up to Endgame. It was pretty straightforward. Um, not uh, by straightforward, I mean you were introduced to these characters, and then they all came together, right? Like mm-hmm. over the span of all their movies, and now we're introducing this whole other element to the to the MCU, where you can go to different times. You know, different versions of people can be brought into into the fold, mm-hmm. uh, which you know they haven't previously done. So, I I think that if they stick to, um, you know, opening up these new doors to, for the MCU and letting old characters interact with new, and having new stories form because of that, and then all of that coming to like kind of a a head, and honestly. I, I know I've been saying this from the beginning. It sounds like secret wars. And I, I, I think that that is going to be a perfect combination of old and new MCU coming together for one huge freaking event.
1: Yeah. I, I know we've, we it's come up a few times with the Russos, but they're like, yeah, if you ever want to do secret wars, we're, we're back. Like we're going to do some other shit for now. But like, if, if that's, if that's the thing that you ever do, we're in we're absolutely in yeah uh,
0: i mean uh, by by that point i i see like all i i I see all of these new marvel characters are really gaining traction like you know just like we're seeing a miles morales game like (laughs) that's super fucking cool um miss uh miss marvel Mm -hmm. like in the new avengers game like all these new uh characters taking the head of the story yep. which is how it should be there's so there's so many stories to tell so i i think that like you know we've we phased out all of these classic heroes you know that were developed decades and decades ago
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we're we're phasing into this this new i guess <laughs> we're going to our new woke level for the mcu <laughs> you know um and i and i think that secret wars is going to kind of combine that and that's yeah. that's the next big event
1: yeah that would be badass uh so after the next phase so the next like short short run of, of this stuff here which do you think will be stronger the mcu theatrical releases or the disney plus mcu shows
2: that's a good question so what movie wise is technically in an- this new face so, so it'll be black widow shang chi uh eternals Eternals. dr strange 2 well that okay
1: spider-man 3 um okay. i want to say blade but i'm not 100 sure on that okay um
2: so and then i don't know so i know that they're leaning very heavily into like the disney plus shows right now mm-hmm. um so i what i like other Disney Plus shows, is that they are giving them more license to be a lot more creative with what they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, just look like at One Division. Like, what the yeah. hell they did there? I mean, um, so right this second, I'd say the Disney Plus side of things, the TV shows are going to be stronger. But I've yet to see what their movies are going to do moving forward. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'm I'm super excited for Doctor Strange. So yeah, seeing what that gets up to. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see
1: sounds like deep in thought right now well see
0: there's really two sides of the coin here because what you have is a platform to tell a story and and backstory to make the big story even more compelling yep so i i don't think with with their current thing uh because they're I'm, i'm sure so they're gonna have a blade show right I'm sure they're going to have a Blade movie, you know that the show leads into. Well, and, no, 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 the, no.
2: It's a movie. Yeah, oh, Bl- it's a movie. Blade is the movie. Yeah.
0: Okay. It,
1: is Moon Knight a movie as well?
2: No, Moon Knight is a show. A show.
0: Okay.
1: That's all right. So,
0: but there's Moon potential cancel
1: for a crossover there because Moon Knight often deals with with supernatural. So yeah.
0: There you go. So you know you have Moon Knight's show, which I'm sure is going to lead into a movie, and I don't think that you're going to have like a bad show like you could have a a bad show and then a good movie but i don't think it's going to happen because if there's no backstory there people aren't going to be compelled to watch this movie
1: yeah
0: and and that it's just not going to be there so what they did was they really made a problem for themselves (laughs) where they they pretty much have to have a good show to make a good movie yeah um because if they don't do that they're going to have to rely on other characters to pick up the slack which is then diminishing the other character, so they they kind of they kind of need to kick ass in both arenas here.
1: So I think it's their new ambition, right? Because the first ambition was to make an interconnected universe, yeah, across however many films, and then make it all make sense when they finish it. I think the ambition now is okay. We know we can make an interconnected movie universe. Let's branch that into TV do what sam likes do that long form narrative as like a subtext almost to this big theatrical movie and have those stories branch and and blend seamlessly so yeah i think that's that ambition is is, is what makes it crazy um so what does the mcu need to do to keep things fresh and interesting for you like remember that they've made 23 movies and still had it be relatively interesting like even through Infinity War and Endgame, it went back and then made other movies more more interesting to go back and watch. And then WandaVision went back and made like Age of Ultron more more interesting. Endgame made um, the Dark World or the Dark World a little more interesting. You know? So like just curious about uh, what what would make things more fresh and interesting for you.
2: It's all just the writing. Like you need to make sure you have characters that are fun, they're interesting and you could give me a complete unknown quantity of character I've never heard of, but as long as they're written well, that's all I need. Just a reason to get invested, essentially. Okay. And that's something Marvel's done really well over all these movies so far, for the most part. Um, so I, I have hope that they're going to keep going with that. And, and I know that's how they get more people to come into the theaters or however they're going to do the movies moving forward um, and just get them invested is just the solid writing. So
0: I, I think that um, there was a really big breakthrough moment in really comic history with Black Panther when that mm. came out. Yeah. Uh, they, they pushed culture forward globally mm-hmm. with that movie.
1: Yeah.
0: And it gave so much recognition to so many people that deserved it and so many groups of people um and I, I I think that they now recognize that they have this platform to do that and they have these characters that can that can do that for all these other groups and part of the world, you know. Yep. And it's just it's just such such an amazing thing. Um, so I, I think if they keep doing that and they keep telling compelling stories for for all these people. I think that's going to keep it fresh for, you know, not just comic book fans, but just for the fucking world. And that I if they keep doing that, they're going to be around forever.
1: Yeah, uh, for me, like it's like the Disney plus stuff like WandaVision was so fucking weird for those first few weeks. And like that's I, it honestly kept me off balance. Like i was figured stuff out, but like, that's what I need. Like, get weird, stay weird. Like, don't don't feel like you have to regress to the mean of the storytelling that you do in your movies. Like, take a chance. Like, branch out. And it seems like they're doing that. Like, Loki looks f- f- fucking ridiculous. E- even though Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know, it, it's, you know, it's kind of movie-ish. It's still telling its own story with its... With its own heart and soul and drumbeat, and it's it's a completely different thing, you know. So like, don't keep doing that. Keep telling those those stories that, you know, get just experimental. Get branch away from what you've been doing that makes you so comfortable. Yeah. Uh, so, in your opinion, do you think Marvel should put focus in like a non-Disney XD animated feature and take some risk with some more like grown-up stories, like as they're meant to be told, like Civil War, like that? Story is not as clean, I guess, as it was in the movies. It's 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 darker. Like people die. Like, do you want to see that more like adult flavor in some of uh, the the stories from Marvel get adapted in an animated feature?
2: It's a little bit of a tricky question because I initially I want to say yes just because it does give a little bit of extra context. Mm-hmm. You can see some of these stories more in the light that they originally were written. But I also know that DC is kind of pushing that direction anyway. Mm-hmm. So if DC's already kind of covering that area, I kind of want to see Marvel keep to its roots a little bit more. Just that way they don't, don't come to like some head singularity sort of thing. Um,
1: Actually, so. I mean... I'd- I just thought of something. So, do you guys remember the Marvel versus DC comics, from like like back in the nineties? And then, Vaguely. so they they pair characters up, and then they'd fight, and then eventually there was this whole event where the characters fought against each other, and then eventually became combined with each other, and then mm-hmm. separated. Whatever. Yeah, i know Jesse, <laughs> it's fucking weird. Yeah. Like, if, like, we know that's not going to happen on the big oh, no. screen, but an animated feature or an animated series like that could be absolutely wild. Just absolutely wild. Uh, you saying that just absolutely just tripped that off of my brain. I feel like, that would be uh, pretty legendary. I'm sorry, Sam, uh, how, how do you feel about the animated stuff?
0: So, I, I think, Jesse, going off of what you were saying, I I truly believe that there's room for both in both studios. Like, and that's, and that's what makes, that's what makes DC and, and Marvel. That's why people go to it because there's, there's more lighthearted stuff for, for some characters over here. And then there's darker stuff for some characters over there. And the combination of all that in the combined universe for DC and Marvel, that's what makes it great. But, um, you know, yeah, Marvel has taken a more lighthearted direction whereas DC has gone darker. Um, but I I think that the the more they are polarized like that and the more lines they draw, um, it's just going to complicate things for uh from like a writing perspective because then you're trying to force something on a character or a property that's like <sighs> But a lot of the source material isn't this way, you know what I mean? So why? No, I'm, well,
1: I'm saying just go straight with the source material because some of that stuff is supposed to be not pretty.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, yes, I I do think there there is room for for darker stuff in the Marvel universe, um,
1: and sh-
0: and if they if they want to go the animated route, just just get the animation style right.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know you're a stickler for that. That's a yeah,
0: big deal. I mean, like you, like you said, don't go XD style. Don't go fucking anime style like DC did for a decade.
1: It's
0: <laughs> so so lazy. Um, come up with something cool, and
1: and do it. Yeah, do it right. You know? All right. Finally, for for this uh, portion, what is taking so long to get us news on X Men and Fantastic Four, and <sighs> is is it possible in your mind? that one of these
2: properties is the first true
1: MCU misstep.
2: I think that what's taking them so long is that they want to get it right. Like, cause they know that this is something that fans have been wanting for so long. And when they finally got them back, they knew, okay, now that we finally have these characters and we can tell all these different stories, we can't fuck this up. So I think they're just really trying to take their time. They don't want to rush into it like DC would have. Warner, Warner um, Bros would have fucked this thing like yep. out the gate. <laughs> yep. Um, so I, I think they're just trying to make sure that they make a natural introduction for these characters. I, I think that honestly Doctor Strange 2 is probably where they're going to start bringing some of the stuff in because it has mm-hmm. the most potential to really shake things up a bit. Um. So I I think they're they know what they're doing at this point. I think they're just taking their time to make it right.
0: Yeah. And they need to. Um they they were given a gift essentially. they yeah. they, they they bought themselves a gift, but it was a gift that they <laughs> that they were able to do that in the first place. And <laughs> and yeah. So much money. Man. <laughs> They they saw what what has happened. You know, there were some successful X Men movies. There were all (laughs) of all 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 of the non successful Fantastic Four movies. Um, So yeah, so what they have is a really great opportunity. I think that if they were actually serious about it, like they they could really set up a world for the Fantastic Four and the X Men through the shows you know that that would be a perfect platform to do it and then like hint at it you know because the shows are are pretty i don't want to say low stakes but they set the ground for the really high things to happen so if you're just dropping breadcrumbs in the shows that's the perfect place to to put all that exposition where you know instead of putting it in shoehorning it into the first like half hour of a movie they're like Ugh, okay. the thing that, thing that makes here. me scared you know, there I mean...
1: is accessibility right because like not everybody's going to take the time to get invested in a show some people some people don't don't care for tv which makes me crazy because you know tv's at this point better than many movies just because mm-hmm. like you say long-form narrative yeah but like sometimes you're gonna you're gonna have to make the movie accessible no matter what you do so you're probably gonna have to backtrack and spend the first hour, half hour of the movie, running through all the stuff that's happened in the show. Anyway, like in comics, they would just have a little asterisk and a footnote: read these issues. But you can't, you can't really do that in a movie. Go, go watch this show. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just a little strange. But I think you're, I think you're right. I think that's probably the best way to do it.
0: Yeah, and uh, if if they do do it that way. Um, where they, they drop the breadcrumbs in the show, they have, you know, the, the bigger stuff in the movies. Uh, I think it's just going to be a case where they, they do that. And if people haven't watched the show, it's not going to be as impactful of a moment. It's still going to hit. Mm-hmm. It's still going to land. But, you know, for the people that did watch the show, which is going to be the majority of the audience, yeah, especially especially if people know going into the movie, that it was all these all these things were hinted at during the show mm-hmm. you know it's it's going to be up to their their marketing and clever planning to really like pull it all together and get people invested in all of these stories to make
1: it come together for me it's like if agatha harkness shows up in doctor strange 2 yeah if you haven't watched wandavision which at this point i don't know who hasn't uh <laughs> if you haven't watched wandavision like you're just gonna be like who the fuck is this lady and why is she important yeah you
2: know, she, she it was her the whole show time up. She's, she's gonna show up oh she's yeah, gonna show
1: soon. up she's gonna show up i, I still
2: i stand behind that fan theory with Mordo and harkness yeah just fucking shit up yeah i haven't stopped thinking about that dude that was that's
0: <laughs> that's genius
1: yeah it really is uh okay so that that part's done we're gonna get to the more difficult one so the more fun one <laughs> It, no because it's it's look it's not always fun dunking yeah it is okay yeah it sorry. Is. Sorry. <laughs> i lied i lied and I'll, I'll never do it to you again. uh so dcu future um so where do you see dc taking their live action projects in the future like do like i know there's just so much uncertainty with connected not connected uh, multiple Earths, but not really like like how are you feeling about like the future of these live action projects and especially with like the way the snyderverse is uh, i guess done i don't i don't know like, like we do all know you, that do you try and bring that back like wh- how, how you feeling
2: so i mean one thing that i like but i'm kind of also hesitant on is that like dc instead of like focusing on some of their bigger characters or even like their secondary characters like a green lantern someone someone that like general audience may not know as well mm-hmm. they're going with a little bit more of like the more obscure characters like they have got shazam in there they've got um black adam now they've working on a super girl movie so it's like not their heavy hitters so it could work out in their favor because it's bringing attention to these lesser known characters um i'm also just a little hes- hesitant though that because they're not setting up their stuff with like the heavy hitters that may not get the same reception and it may not draw on the people.
0: And yep. it's, it's interesting that you say that too. And I think that we forget sometimes that at the time that Marvel started the whole, Oh, they didn't know that they were doing it at the time. But when Iron Man was released, he wasn't a huge character. Mm-hmm. You know, he, they weren't a Marvel heavy hitter. So, you well, know,
1: in the context of the Avengers, yes, but to the general public. Yeah, you're right. Not even close.
0: Right. Yeah. So um, I, I think what what DC did was they they took a, they took a look at their their characters and decided which ones would be fun to do. That's fair. You know, like and Shazam.
2: That was fun. Case. It was yeah. great. Yeah, and no they, one they, knows
0: who the fuck Shazam is.
2: No, and if they do the rest of their movies like Shazam, then they'll be fine. But we know their track record, so I'm a little nervous. Yeah,
1: yep, yeah. It's just for me. It's like either put Zack Snyder back in charge and have one cohesive vision. Yes, the colors will be saturated, and there's going to be. Ten percent slow mo <laughs> on every movie,
2: but I'll whatever. take it if they're all like his Snyder cut.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like if if we're if we're smart about how we put this whole thing together, I'm good with it. Um, so we know recently they decided to end the connected animated universe. Do you think they will rebuild their adult centered animated universe? Oh, definitely.
2: They're just gonna leave it be. I they. They would be dumb not to, which means they're probably not going to. Um because <laughs> like, like I think they're gonna
1: keep rolling with Harley Quinn though.
2: Yeah, but I just feel like DC's strong point has always been their animated stuff. Like Marvel can't touch them with that at all. Um, so like they'd be dumb to not try and focus a little bit more on that as well and keep that going. And like I, I feel like counterintuitively animated stuff is like the better medium for like the adult stuff because like yeah. you can do the weirder shit there a lot yep. easier so um, but if they want to go that route then they absolutely should like I loved Harley Quinn it was weird and it's, it's much easier
1: to have a bipedal giant shark walking around exactly I mean the comedy is unexpected <laughs> but I mean it's a it's a bi, bipedal shark. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so like I, they really need to keep going with this animated stuff. Yeah.
0: uh you know, I I I think do you, All right, so do you think they're going to be rebooting it with the long Halloween?
1: It would be interesting. Uh, I wouldn't be mad about it. Um, but I I, th- I unfortunately I think they're going to do with their animated stuff what they discussed doing with movies which is making a bunch of standalone stories which is also fine it's fine because if you tell the stories that you want to tell you do that but i think it was also more fun when everything kind of had touches to other things and it just it just gave the world a little bit more vibrance and well even if they want to continuity. do
2: like the marvel approach where they start with just doing a few standalone movies and then slowly bring them together like if they decide maybe like a year or two along the road like okay maybe we do want to start connecting these a little bit more that's fine but i mean we'll see what they do yeah <laughs> hmm. yeah
0: uh i mean i i hope i hope that they i hope that they do as, as good a job, as much as I don't like the animation style for for the past decade, the stories were pretty good for the most part. There was a lot of annoying shit in there. Um, but I think they really hit a stride with Justice League Dark um, mm. and Justice League Dark Apocalypse. Um, there were a few others in there. I think it was actually Justice League Apocalypse, Flashpoint, Flashpoint. Um, there was there was a bunch of good ones in there. And even the animation style for like Hush, eh, not too bad. So if they if they keep that going, you know, with a with a reboot, cool. I mean, there's there's a ton of story to tell. Cortevals, uh, any anything oh. from like new 52, even though a lot of people fucking hate it. I don't care.
1: There you were know, cool stories in there.
0: Yeah, there were some cool stories, especially if they're just doing one off shit, not connecting it. Man, I I think that's an even greater opportunity because you can just get the writer for that shit, not have to worry about like working in and other other things. It's gonna be,
1: I I, I think it's gonna be good. Uh, so, how much do you think like stuff like the CW and HBO Max titles will wind up factoring into the live action universe, if at all?
2: CW, I don't think so. I see that already starting to like fall off. Like we mm-hmm. already lost Arrow. They're not going forward with the. Aris whatever that, yeah in the canaries that one yeah <laughs> that um one uh, i i see flash not lasting too much longer at this point i think they um, wanted to
1: just sign grant gustin for like another two more seasons
2: i think but that probably is going to be pushing it and like Batwoman's yeah. already not been doing that great since they had to recast and well,
1: we know black lightning's ending
2: yeah so like that's already starting to die off so i i yeah think that's pretty much at the end of its life um which is fine it had a nice long like 10 years at this point or whatever it was um i would argue that without
1: the the cw arrowverse like we don't get a whole bunch of shit like at
2: all yeah but as far as hbo max i think that's where they're trying to and like i hate to make the comparisons but like how marvel's doing with the disney plus stuff i think that's what uh, Warner's trying to do Green kind London of with baby. their stuff. I am so excited, but terrified for this show. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We have, we know nothing about it, and I am already so terrified. <laughs> uh, Sam, I think that
0: I, I don't, I don't know why, but I really want an Etrigan show,
1: dude. That would be badass. I haven't even thought about that. Like, yes, please, God, it, you could, you could rope in. Like a John Constantine, maybe a little bit, and just make it dark and fully supernatural. Yeah, man. Damn, it's, that's a good idea.
0: It's not a huge property, you know. You're not putting it out in a movie, you know. Doc, Doctor Fate. You know, I feel like that would be cool to to have as a show, but like Lord of uh, also, that's one of those stories where I think it would be cool to have like an origin story movie. Yeah, you know, like yeah. that's just. It, but Etrigan, you know, kind of a kind of a not as well known property, but a fucking badass character <laughs> uh, with a literal duality to it. Um, the rhyming, <laughs> the rhyming would be the, my favorite part. Oh my god, yeah, and you and you know that they would play into it too. Oh, all the like, time, you know. <laughs> um, and that's actually one of the things I loved about Const- just-
1: Constantine and Etrigan. he'd be rhyming constantly. would you shut the fuck up
0: (laughs) yeah dude that's one of the things about just as like dark apocalypse i i fucking loved Mm -hmm. about etrigan um i I forget what character said it Uh, i think it was constant he's like etrigan's not even rhyming anymore And, (laughs) and etrigan's like uh what's the point (laughs) <laughs> Cause like if everyone's dead and he's just fucking like drinking his face off and <laughs> killing, killing demons. Maybe if he feels like it, even though everybody else is dying around him. Um Yeah. It's such a great character. Yeah. Um, so I hope they do stuff like that. They, they take chances in quote with like these lesser known characters.
1: You know, what you just, you just did uh, like, I started thinking about something because it was revolutionary when it happened in comics, and I think they have the ability to do it again if they took a show and made an adaptation of 52. Mm. One show a week, a huge mystery that you have to unravel the entire time. And there's little pieces and crumbs in every single episode. Also, I want the question. So let's <laughs> just do it for me. Oh, the question. Oh, That's all God. I want. So. Uh, the hardest question I think I've ever asked you guys. Will DCU ever get shit together and come up with a cohesive plan? And if not, what would your plan to be to fix it all?
2: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, deep down, deep, 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 deep down, I want to say yes. I really, really do. Uh, you just, you you just they... put a proverbial sock in my mouth. Oh man! They haven't given me any reason to believe that they will, though. Like, you want to know how to fix it? You give it back to Zack Snyder. You let him continue what he wanted to do. That's how you fix this shit. But that's not going to happen.
0: No, no. Um, really, what it comes down to is singular vision. It it. It, it takes it takes one person at the helm with a lot of people supporting it uh you you have and it's it's such an obvious such an obvious thing i mean no 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 like entity thrives on two leaders with equal power right mm-hmm. you you have a person with a vision and yep. you have people supporting that vision um you, you over at Marvel, you have Kevin Feige, and you know even though he didn't start out as top dog, like technically, it was his vision, and and people supported it, and because it was working, he got moved up and up and up and up and up. So now he is where he is. But over at DC, who do we have? We have a uh, sexual predator, and what? we have.
1: Um... I'm just happy you just said it. Because um, <laughs> I was gonna,
0: so we have a few of those over there, um, just creeping uh, around. People being racist, people being
1: like a bunch yeah. of different kinds of ists. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. So we have a studio in disarray. Uh, we need to get the humane situation taken care of first, then we need a singular vision underneath a person who has their shit together, and um then from there, I think the rest is going to literally write itself. So I, but that's what needs to happen.
1: Yeah. So I, I don't think as of right now, like Jesse said, I, I would pray they get their shit together, but I just don't think it's possible. I just don't think they can. Um, and what I would do is yes. Give that singular vision back to Zack Snyder, but then put talented writers and directors around him. So I'd put that Eve DuVernay uh penned new gods and probably directed new gods back on schedule i'd I'd put james Wan in something maybe not the trench because that's not really that interesting
2: or uh, you could also like rope in some like the prolific comic writers that way they actually understand the characters so So get snyder and snyder maybe you uh, know get scott snyder in there don't do that to me don't do that (laughs) to me because
1: i'd want that real bad Wow, you just did it um (laughs) But I know Tom you King was working with Ava DuVernay because he cares a lot about those those fourth world characters. So like, yeah, let's go, like put the work in and make it make it function in a way. So that way you have both, yes, that that comic book influence as well as someone with really great directorial vision. Mm-hmm. and screenwriting ability and w- once you effectively combine those you get a really good product in my opinion in my opinion i don't make movies i don't know how that specifically works but if that's what you did i feel like it, it ne- wouldn't necessarily be marvel but that's a good thing it would be something standing on its own that respects the fan base that exists and people that you can bring in in my opinion,
2: in my opinion would be just- great as if like scott snyder came in to help pen a Court of Owls adaptation that Zack Snyder then uh, directed. Yes, yes. Give me that. Um, so and with should... that, that is the best thing that is going to come from this. <laughs> so DC, I mean, hit me up. I'll get my commission anytime you want. Yes, give him that commission. Kind
1: of Cut him a check. Uh, two more quick things here. So, do you think DC should bring back a shared animated children's universe? Um, and if so, what characters should they focus on, not named Batman and Superman? Because if you like- remember, after a while, the the Batman Animated Series and Superman animated series and then Justice League, all that stuff was all connected.
0: Dude, I think right now the two the two that I would pick are, are Miss Martian and Static Shock.
1: Yeah. I was oh. gonna say
2: like you gotta go with the younger heroes at this point. Yeah. Um like it maybe like
1: you gotta have like
2: all Robin or something or like Miss um, Martian like the younger characters like Young I mean, Justice essentially Yeah, Teen Titans Young Justice sort of thing like keep going in that sort of direction like that works no, well go, for go. like Not Teen no, Titans, no 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 no, don't no, 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 no please never don't. go never go <laughs> <laughs> um, but that sort of thing works well for like a kids animated sort of thing
1: yeah Um, and is there like a true to story like pure adaptation that you'd like to see uh that that from the dc universe that that was just perfectly comic to screen unlike
2: the ending of hush hush i was Uh. gonna say hush i want (laughs) i want a proper live action hush Uh, that's all i want (laughs) maybe a proper live action flashpoint that doesn't have ezra miller i wouldn't i would also be down for a long halloween that's that series so i good. still have not read it so oh man
1: it's so good
2: i know it's all my to read yeah i, I know. just i don't have time it takes
1: time yeah you look you're a busy man right now uh we got it. long halloween's a fucking weird
2: read it, <laughs> it is. is really weird that's why i love it that's why i like yeah. weird stuff <laughs>
1: yeah
0: I, I mean but if you're talking like straight paper to screen adaptation i don't know um I actually just read uh, one from the 90s, like a Batman thing from the 90s called Batman Cult. And it's based around Deacon Blackfire. Okay. Um, Batman's pretty much like for three of the four parts of the comic, completely like tied up almost in a sewer with, you know, him being like brainwashed. Um. And then, you know, at the end, he's just, you know, Robin, Robin busts him out and uh, gets back and oh, man, rain rains down fire on Deacon Blackfire. Um, That that would be a very compelling story, I think, because it's just like uh, a very humane thing. It's like all of us are very vulnerable um, and even even Batman. You know, he just gets fucked up mentally, mm. physically, starved. I would argue um, that
1: Batman's fucked up mentally. Yeah. Just oh, uh, all uh, just. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <to stop>. <laughs> just. Um, yeah. So I, you know, if, if I were to pick right now for a comic to screen adaptation, I'm
1: going Colt. Uh, for me, I think it would be something like um, Blackest Night from. Uh, the green lantern i was thinking that too yeah like it's that's a great one almost like a zombie horror cosmic uh, fucked up story but like i feel like it would be super cool like all these heroes and stuff come back from the dead just unfinished business like it'd just be wild you know it'd be really cool metal yeah yeah that'd be good that'd be good i'd also take that as an animated feature too yeah. I would take it. I would take it as an animated. I wouldn't I wouldn't go live action with
2: it. There's too many moving parts, I think, to make it live action, but an yeah. animated. Oh
1: yeah. that'd be tight. That'd be tight. All right. I do,
0: I, I do want to miss uh Detective Chimp. I want that. <laughs> DC. Thank you. Dude,
1: do it. that. Could actually be very cool. Like if, if you just drill down and like really think about it. It could be pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like, think about Planet of the Apes. Like, they are, you have the technology. Do it. Do it. All right. So, that's all I have. That's all yeah. I have. Unless you guys had something else you wanted to add.
2: No, and I think we nope. covered basically all the stuff. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right, everybody.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight for another Twist Cast. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. And again, please check out the, uh, the Twist Cast we did about the Snyder Cut. Two hours, about a four hour movie. Uh, where we come full circle because the first episode we did was about the ill fated Justice League movie, the initial release. So uh, maybe go back and listen to that and then listen to our two hour <laughs> about the Snyder Cut after um, six hours
1: of Snyder Cut. <laughs>
0: six hours, yeah. Um, the Twist so, Cut. <laughs> <laughs> be sure to check in our March matchups also on YouTube or the twistedcape.com, whichever you prefer or is easier for you to to watch um
1: be sure to check out t public um, yeah there's sales on that i was actually just about to say all month long like there's one going on this week and then one next week and then the one week after that they're, they're just like yeah 35 percent. let's go so yeah. you can get some uh, some cheap merch ish merch and that supports us helps us makes the show yes this show the live show my stick stack the website like everything
0: everything so and everything and uh of course we're absolutely appreciative of everybody listening to the show up up to this point i mean we're just uh we we just crossed a milestone for twitter yeah um and uh thank everybody just thank you so much for for giving us the the time and attention that you do um it makes everything that we
2: do absolutely worth it for us we don't know why you do but thank you yeah (laughs) um so don't give
1: yourself more credit than that
0: (laughs) (laughs) so until next time we waste your time my name is sam (laughs) i'm mike and i'm jesse everybody stay safe stay twisted and i hope you enjoyed thank
1: you